She's Tori. And he's Nick. And this is I Want to Rewatch. An X-Files adjacent podcast. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Episode 15. Go away, ghost ship. In this episode, after a newspaper report that a local shipping company is going out of business because the ghost of the pirate Redbeard is haunting the harbor, the gang heads out to sea to see if they can stop the ghost, but soon find themselves prisoners aboard his eerie ghost ship. (gasps) Yeah. So then we have our opening sequence and we have our episode title card. It's the animated one. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Go away, ghost ship. And then we open with a huge freighter ship that's cruising through a foggy sea at night. And up on the landing near steerage, we assume the captain, like he has a beard. Anyway, I'm assuming he's a captain. He's looking through some binoculars. And then we see through his point of view and we hear him say, what's that? As the silhouette of an old sailing ship, maybe a pirate ship, appears. Then it goes from being a silhouette to an actual ship. And it's flying the Jolly Roger. So definitely pirates. So the ship is all like ratty looking and the sails are ripped and the rigging's all torn and it looks like it's all like rotting wood. The captain lowers the binoculars and he says, the ghost of Redbeard. Then <gasps> we hear this deep throated laughter and we cut to Redbeard standing aboard his ship with his cutlass in his hand and he's laughing. <laughs> and he's dressed in a red coat with pink cuffs and a pink sash kind of belt thing. He's got pink leggings and a pink bandana under his pirate hat. And even his black pirate hat has pink trim. But then he ruins the look by wearing like a brown bandolier and brown boots. Ugh, he black. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah. And then Redbeard continues to laugh as we zoom in on him and we see his face. And uh, yeah, he's got like one big eye and one like with a heavy lid. He's, he looks like a pirate. And then we yeah. transition to the outside of the malt shop. In a very familiar looking parked van outside. Hmm. So inside, Fred is reading the newspaper out loud again. And he's like. Listen to this. Coast Guard baffled as third freighter raided within a week. And Velma continues. Seal Magnus, owner of the shipping lines, claims it's the ghost of Redbeard the pirate seeking revenge. And Shaggy says he's glad that Redbeard is not seeking his super duper sandwich as he gives it a few packs to make sure it's nice and straight. (laughs) Scooby's looking at it and licks his lips and clearly also wants some of that sandwich. And Velma says, yeah, lucky for him, he'd probably get indigestion. And Shaggy has this really tall sandwich, so he's using some string to, like, I guess, cinch it a little bit and make it a little smaller so he can bite down, which (laughs) it's a pretty tall sandwich. I don't think it would shrink down that far. But anyway, he's trying. So then Shaggy has the string, but he can't quite get it to knot. So he asks Scooby to hold the knot while he ties it into a bow. And Scooby's like, oh, yeah, sure. You know, like kind of winks at the audience. He's like, yeah. And then as he's tying it down and like ready to bite, Scooby pulls the string. So the sandwich gets pulled out of Shaggy's hands and into Scooby's mouth. And Shaggy has no idea what happened to his sandwich. He was just he had his eyes closed, so he didn't really see Scooby's deception. He really needs to stop trying to eat with his eyes closed because he doesn't know what's going on. Well, because, yeah, and Scooby just comes in and steals it. (laughs) And Velma says, poor Mr. Magnus. First, he's on the verge of going out of business. And now this ghost pirate shows up. And Daphne wonders why a ghost pirate would want revenge on a nice man like Mr. Magnus. I don't know why they know. Do they know this guy? Like, I don't know. 
They seem to have really like fond feelings for the student. It's someone they read about in the paper. Yeah. Poor innocent shipping magnet. Oh no. (laughs) But Fred says he doesn't know, but maybe they can help him solve the mystery. Yeah. And they obviously don't know him because we'll see this later, but yeah, they're all, yeah, they're all super concerned for some super rich dude who's having a little bit of trouble. Yeah. It's really weird. (laughs) So outside this luxury condo building, we see the mystery machine is parked. And then outside the top floor apartment inside, the gang stands in front of a door and it has a doorbell with a placard that reads penthouse CL Magnus. And so Daphne pushes the button and this large kind of like spooky looking butler answering is all, yes. And then Fred politely asks if they can speak to Mr. Magnus. And the butler says he's afraid not. Mr. Magnus is not to be disturbed. And he slams the door on them. And Daphne is like, well, she's all put out by that. <laughs> she's offended. Yeah. So Shaggy's like, oh, well, I guess that closes the case. Let's go. And Velma <laughs> says she bets that if Mr. Magnus knew they were there to help, he'd probably see them. And Fred says maybe they still can because he has an idea. So then we see Velma and Shaggy and they're pushing this cart with like a tablecloth on it. And it's got a huge dinner platter with a cover on it. And Velma has like on a little maid bonnet and a little apron. And Shaggy is wearing a chef's hat and an apron and has like a little towel draped over his arm. But otherwise, they're still just in like their regular like clothes, right? And Shaggy's like, is everybody ready? And then so Scooby peeks out from under the dinner cover. And then Fred and Daphne are under the cart and like pull back the cloth covering it. And they're all like, yeah. So they're all like hiding in the cart. <laughs> and then inside the apartment, Magnus's butler is just kind of like standing by the door like he's waiting for like orders or something. And then the buzzer buzzes and he's all, yes. And then the door opens automatically. And then Velma wheels in the cart and it's all room service. And Shaggy's like, breakfast is served. And he's like, at 11 o'clock at night. And then Shaggy's like, yeah, then you don't have to get up in the morning to eat it. But then we get a close up of the cart's wheels and it hits a bearskin carpet. And then there's this big crashing sound. And CL Magnus turns around from his big armchair in front of the fireplace and is like, what is going on? Yep. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's one of their better plans. I don't know. It's not the worst thing they've come up with. Yeah. With our whole time warping thing of how we've recorded a lot of this stuff out, we'll see very similar things. And in another uh, show that we'll be talking about later. Yeah. Which we've already talked about earlier. So, yeah. <laughs> I think, yes. <laughs> so the card is overturned and everyone's on the floor, including Velma and Shaggy. And Daphne asks if Mr. Magnus would believe they're there to help him. So that's that's their introduction. And then we cut and we see a serious sort of stern looking Mr. Magnus telling the gang how it was 300 years ago that his ancestors brought Redbeard the pirate to justice. He vowed to return and avenge himself. And now that he has returned, Mr. Magnus believes there's nothing that can stop him. But Velma disagrees. Ghosts are their specialty. And Fred says he has a plan that he thinks will work. Meanwhile, we see that the butler is like standing behind a curtain and we kind of see a shadow peeking out and he's listening and he kind of cocks an eyebrow when Fred says he has a plan. So he looks a little concerned, maybe. Or suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Also, good job, Scooby-Doo, because the period that's often called the golden age of pirates and that's what most people think of when they think of pirates. That is actually from the 1650s through the 1730s, which would fall into that 300-year gap. So good job, Scooby-Doo. Nice. Then we see some fog-covered docks, and we pan out to the foggy sea. 
And the gang is in a small boat with an outboard motor and it's zipping through the water. And Daphne says that if Redbeard sticks to his schedule, he should strike again tonight. And Fred's like, yeah, and we'll be there first and we'll fool him. Yeah, so he's got a plan, like he said. Mm -hmm. And Velma spies another of Magnus's freighters through the fog. And Fred tells everyone to be on the lookout for a mysterious fog bank because that's where the ghost will be. It's already foggy. I, but this is extra fog. It's oh, a ghost okay. fog. I'm, I was just confused. It's already <laughs> foggy. I know. Yeah, I think it's just like special ghost fog. Oh, and ghost fog. Gotcha. Yeah. Shaggy's like, look no further because it's right ahead. And so then Fred's like, all right, activate Operation Decoy. And Velma switches on a reel-to-reel player, and this foghorn sound plays over the speaker that's mounted on the front of their boat, and they head into the fog. So the plan is that the ghost is going to mistake them for the freighter and try to, like, attack them, and then they can catch him out. Oh, in their little tiny In their Yeah. That is basically a rowboat with a motor on it, honestly. Foolproof plan. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Fred's little yacht thing that he has, his little sports Yeah. Hey, good question. Maybe it's on another sea. Maybe it's in another Maybe his dad has it or something. Yeah. <laughs> dad took it for the weekend to sail his mistress to Hawaii. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I assume his dad has a mistress. I just assume <laughs> all rich men are gross. <laughs> so Daphne's like, it sure is creepy in this fog. And Shaggy's like, it's so thick you could cut it with a knife. So, of course, Scooby does just that. And he takes a knife and he cuts a hole through the fog. And he sees Redbeard's ship. And we hear Redbeard's laughter. <gasps> and then in unison, they're all like, the ghost ship. Uh, and then it's a commercial. Yeah. Because obviously people died to make ghosts. So can't have ghosts if you don't have dead people. <laughs> then Velma says their plan worked too well. Redbeard's ship is going to ram them. So Fred's like, Shaggy, hit full speed reverse. So Shaggy does. He pulls a lever. But then the motor just like breaks away from the boat and takes off and goes in reverse without them. And so Fred's like, everybody paddle. So Shaggy's paddling, Velma's paddling, except Shaggy is paddling like to go backwards and Velma is paddling to go forward. So they do not move at all. No. The Redbeard ship totally T-bones them and cuts their little <laughs> boat in half. Like, it's a good thing Fred didn't have the yacht, I guess, because that would have not been good. Dad probably would have been mad. And then yeah. in the Fred, Velma, and Daphne half of the boat, Daphne's like, what are we going to do now? And Fred's like, we're going to sink. And Daphne's like, ah, and she puts her hands up and like, my hairdo. And they sink below the waves. Yeah. And elsewhere, Shaggy pops up out of the water and, you know, spits out some seawater. And then he calls, Scooby-Doo, where are you? And Scooby pops up and also spits some water that hits Shaggy in the head. And Shaggy's like, okay, we got to get out of the water. And there's only one place to go. The ghost ship. And Scooby's like, a ghost ship? Oh, Roy. So they're not super excited about it, but it is better than like hanging out in the ocean. So, you yeah. know, so then Shaggy's standing on a hammock aboard the ghost ship and he's trying to pull Scooby through a porthole and it takes him a few tries. But with a final tug, Scooby pops through and they both end up on the floor. And Shaggy says he hopes the others made it aboard as well. And Scooby also agrees. Speaking of which, we see three sets of hands on the railing of the deck and then Fred, Velma and Daphne pop up. And Daphne asks if anyone sees any ghosts. And Velma says, no, the ship looks like it's deserted. And we see the ship does look not as dilapidated, but it definitely doesn't look like it's in great repair and there's no one around. And then they're standing on the deck. And Fred says that if he knows Shaggy and Scooby, 
They're already on board and they should try to find them. And Velma's like, yeah, maybe we'll find some clues while we're at it. Because, you know, they're always looking for clues. Yep. Meanwhile, Shaggy and Scooby enter a cabin that Shaggy thinks must be Redbeard. And they walk past a painting of Redbeard, but Scooby kind of hangs back a little bit. And then he kind of smiles and draws glasses on the painting. But then the painting rolls up like a window shade. And the real Redbeard is behind it. And he tries to grab Scooby. So then Shaggy and Scooby run out of the room and they close the door. But then this like blade of a sword like sticks through the door and they're like, ah, so they run. And then there's another door on the other side of the room. But then this floating sword like bursts through it and then tries to slice up Shaggy. And Shaggy's like, oh, ghost sword. So they run back towards the other door and the sword follows them flying through the air and is trying to like slice Scooby's tail. And he's like, woo, pulling his tail back all the time. And so they run through that door and they close it. And then the sword sticks in the door behind them. And Shaggy's like, whoo, that was close. But then there's these huge shadows that loom over them. And it's the ghost of Redbeard. Because, I mean, they're back <gasps> in the room where he was, right? And yeah. two of his, we assume, ghost henchmen. And Redbeard Uh-oh. laughs. Ha, 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 And Shaggy's like, one, two, three ghosts. And then both he and Scooby start, like, kind of whimpering and crying. And they just slide to the floor. <laughs> I mean, that's more ghosts than they were prepared to deal with. That I get is. it. It's a lot of ghosts. So then Fred, Daphne, and Velma are walking around the ship. And Fred says that for a ghost ship, there don't seem to be many ghosts around. And Velma's like, well, maybe they're out hunting for a new house. <laughs> and then Daphne just says, or out with some old ghoul friends. And so they kind of laugh. Ha ha ha. And Redbeard laughs. And Velma's like, Fred, our jokes weren't that funny. Come on. And Fred's like, oh, I know. I didn't laugh at all. (laughs) I know your jokes aren't funny. I didn't laugh. He's like, I didn't laugh. That wasn't me. And then they see Redbeard crossing a hall in front of them, carrying his cutlass. And Fred says they should follow him, but not too close. So they peek around a corner, but Redbeard is gone. And Velma thinks maybe he went into the room ahead. So they enter, but he's not in there either. And Daphne's glad he's not there, but says this ghost ship is still giving her the chills. And so as they walk, like, it starts to get foggy inside. I'm not exactly sure why. And Velma's like, it's not the ship that's giving her the chills. It's these tubs of dry ice. And we see that they have just come up to these big tubs of dry ice. And that's where all the fog is coming from. Mm. And Fred's like, what's dry ice doing aboard a ghost ship? And Velma says she doesn't know but she thinks they found their first clue. (gasps) Clues. But then the door slams shut. Boom. And Fred runs over to it, but it's locked. And they hear Redbeard's laughter. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. From outside. And then we cut to outside and Redbeard is standing in front of the door laughing. So that worked out. And then elsewhere, and obviously a little bit later, Shaggy and Scooby are standing backed against the wall on their knees and they're crying. And Redbeard is standing in front of them and tells them to stop their sniveling. Or I'll have them walk the plank. And they continue to cry. And then Shaggy (laughs) asks, what are you going to do with us, your ghostliness? And Redbeard, he lifts up his beard with one hand. And he takes his other hand. He draws a finger across his throat and does a little noise. And then Shaggy and Scooby repeat it. And they're all like, but they kind of like do it like a question mark sort of thing. And Redbeard says, if they were good for anything, he'd be willing to spare them. And then Shaggy says, they're good cooks. And he's like, good cooks, eh? Well, get up and make me some dinner. And it better be good, or and then Shaggy <laughs> says, aye, aye, sir, or so we get lots of throat slitting in this scene. 
Yeah. We see Shaggy and he's wearing his chef hat and his apron that I guess maybe he had with him or they have the same hats and aprons on the ghost ship. I don't know. <laughs> and he's stirring this large pot that's on a stove while Scooby watches. And he says the seawater is boiling. And he asks Scooby what he thinks ghosts like in their stew. So Scooby holds up this length of chain. And he's like, brains. And Shaggy's like, oh, yeah, ghosts like chains. So he grabs them. He drops them <laughs> in the pot. He's stirring. And then he's like, oh, and some ashes from the stove. So he gets a little shovel and scoops up some ashes from the stove and drops them in. He's stirring, stirring, stirring. And then he's getting super excited. He's like, oh, this is going to be really good. And Scooby's like, yeah, yeah. So I, oh, I don't know <laughs> what they're doing. And he's like, what else? What else? And so Scooby grabs some cobwebs. And Shaggy's like, oh, yeah, cobwebs. Delightful. Why didn't I think of that? And he drops them in. And there's a little, like, poof, puff of smoke. And he's like, wow. And he keeps stirring. He's totally excited about this stew he's making. And then he's like, did I forget anything? And Scooby's like, rope. And he holds up a bar of soap. Big bar of soap, too. And Shaggy's like, soap? Well, I hardly use it myself, but why not? And so he drops it in. Boom. And he's like, man, I hope Redbeard likes ghost pirates, too. And Scooby's like, re-roo. So, yeah, <laughs> ghost pirates, too. Mm-mm-mm. Yummy. I know this is for kids, so, like, you know, playing pretend. But it's just so funny because, like, at first you think they're actually going to make, like, real food. Because, like, they're really into, like, making sandwiches and stuff. But then it's all just, like, non-edible stuff. It's hilarious. So then we see that our chefs, Shaggy and Scooby, are standing before Redbeard, and he's sitting at a table with a steaming bowl of ghost pirate stew, which looks very gray and unappetizing. Yeah. And Redbeard's like, ghost pirate stew, eh? And Shaggy and Scooby are like, yeah. And Redbeard shoves the bowl at them and is like, you eat it. And then he laughs. And Shaggy's like, oh, no, uh, we're, we're not hungry, which, you know, is almost never true for them. And Redbeard's like, eat it, and laughs again. So Scooby and Shaggy frantically shove spoonful after spoonful of the ghost stew in their mouths. And then they start hiccuping bubbles from all the soap. So Shaggy says they should be able to bubble their way out of there. And they blow a whole bunch of bubbles that fill the room and make it so that Redbeard can't see them. And then they run. And then we have a commercial. So then Redbeard's ghost sailor henchmen are patrolling the halls and they do look kind of ridiculous. And one of them is also barefoot, which on a dilapidated rotting ship with like nails probably poking out of the boards is not good. I hope they're up on their tetanus shots. Yeah, they are. They are very ridiculous looking, though. I mean, yeah, they're very big and they're dressed like Redbeard. I mean, Redbeard looks like a pirate, but yeah, they look kind of creepy. And Shaggy and Scooby peek around a corner and they see them. So Shaggy says they need to lose them, and the only way to lose them is to fool them. So he folds up a paper pirate hat and puts it on. And then, like, you know, they're around the corner, so he kind of, like, steps forward so, like, his shadow kind of peeks out from the corner. And he does an imitation of Redbeard. And he lets out a Redbeard laugh, and the men see the shadow and hear the laugh, and he's like, they went that away, and points. So the henchmen look confused and he's like, get going, you swabs. And so they like head off in the other direction to chase where he told them Scooby and Shaggy went, which is actually a pretty clever plan. Like it was actually pretty good. And his impression is pretty good, too. So it works. And then Shaggy and Scooby laugh at how easy it was to fool them. But then they hear the real Redbeard laugh and they run. (gasps) And then on deck, we see this overturned wash tub and it starts moving around. (laughs) And then Shaggy and Scooby pop up from underneath it. And Shaggy says, they'll never find us in here. 
the only problem is I can't see. And then the wash tub goes back down and it starts moving around and then it goes out onto the plank and then boom, into the drink. And we get this huge splash. And then we go down and Shaggy and Scooby are inside the wash tub floating like it's a little tiny boat. And Shaggy is still wearing his little paper pirate hat too. And then he hears a voice and he thinks that actually it's Scooby. He's like, Scooby, your voice has changed, but it's actually Velma. And she's calling down to them and Fred and Daphne and Velma all have their heads sticking out of portholes. And they're like, we're locked in. And Shaggy says, don't worry, we'll rescue you, I think. And then the ghost ship actually starts to pull away from them. And so they start paddling to go after the boat so they can rescue mm-hmm. the gang. And then the ghost ship enters a skull-shaped cave in a cove. And from the porthole, Fred is like, no wonder no one has been able to find the ghost. They have a hideout in a secret cove on Skull Island. Oh, yeah. Have we been to Skull Island before? No, we've been to Haunted Isle. Oh, okay. So this Skull is Island is where island. King Kong lives, actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew it sounded and then familiar. Daphne wonders why a ghost ship needs a secret hideout. Good question, Daphne. It's a good question. So we see that Shaggy and Scooby are paddling after the ship. But then we see a shark's dorsal fin is following them. It comes up alongside them, (gasps) which, you know, like Jimmy Buffett has warned us all about this. So (laughs) watch out for sharks. Anyway, there's a song called Fins. I'm not. Anyway, I'm explaining the joke. You get it or you don't. Uh, (laughs) Fins to the left, fins to the right. Anyway, he's not even talking about sharks anyway. It's a shark. But Scooby reaches out and lifts the fin. And it's, it's just a fin. There's like no shark attached to it. Oh. So he sighs with relief and he puts it back in the water and it splashes him and zips away. So I don't know what that was about. And Shaggy tells Scooby to stop goofing around and keep paddling because they have to rescue the gang. Maybe it was a clue. Maybe it's like a remote control, just like Finn, that's made to keep people away from Skull Island. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So inside the secret hideout, Redbeard's ship is docked along some other caves inside, like little tunnels. And inside one of them, Fred and Daphne and Velma are chained together to a wall. And Redbeard laughs. All the ghosts and stuff on Scooby-Doo laugh a lot. They are they are just full of joy. And it's yeah. true. It's yeah. true. They're very mirthful ghosts. Yes. Ooh, nice word. Anyway, Thanks. yeah. And says that soon they'll be joining his crew as he walks away laughing. And Daphne's like, what did he mean by that? And Velma says that she guesses he means they're going to be ghosts by the time he's done with them. That's how we're going to join the crew, because they're going to be ghosts. And we know what how you mm-hmm. become ghosts. There's only one way to become a ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not going to mention that, because this is a kid's cartoon. Anyway, <laughs> Fred says he's going to spoil Redbeard's fun, because they're going to escape. Daphne's like, how? And then, apparently, Redbeard left the key to their chains, like, way over on a table. But they can't reach it, because their chains are too short. But Fred sticks several lengths of straw together. That I guess is like a bed of straw down below. I guess it was there for them to sleep on or something. But anyway, Fred sticks a bunch together. And then apparently was chewing gum that we don't know that he was doing. And he sticks some gum on the end. And then he gets the key and he unlocks them all. And they escape. So that was good. Yeah, it was lucky that yeah. the key was right there. Mm-hmm. So they escape. But then they find there are multiple tunnels. And they don't really know which one to take. And Velma's like, Mo. And Fred and Daphne are like, Mo. And she's like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. And Fred's like, okay, mo it is. Yeah, I was thinking Larry Curly mo, personally, but <laughs> that's just me. So. And then Velma screams because a hand lands on her shoulder. Ah! But then Shaggy's like, hi, Velma. 
And Fred is like, Shaggy, Scooby, you found us. And Shaggy's like, yeah, now let's all get lost. And Velma says, first, he needs to get rid of that ridiculous hat, which is too bad because one, I think the hat is kind of cute. I thought it was kind of mean, actually. I was like, oh, I like the hat. But, you know. And also, apparently, getting rid of that hat is like a priority when you're trying to escape from a ghost pirate. Like, no, we can't leave yet until you get rid of that hat. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere with you looking like that is what that means. Yeah. I don't know if you're one to talk, Velma. I mean, you're cute, but come on. <laughs> but anyway, Fred snatches the hat off Shaggy's head and is like, let me see that. And he grabs it and he unfolds it and he finds out that it's actually a ship's manifest. And it's from one of the freighters. And it lists all the stuff on the boat and how much it all costs. But it's dated tomorrow, which is huh. actually January 10th. So that means today must be January 9th in Scooby-Doo Land. And so it hasn't sailed yet. And so Daphne's like... How would a ghost have a copy of a freighter's manifest before it sailed? And Shaggy's like, and why would he want it? And I'm like, does Shaggy? So he knows what to steal. Come on. Anyway, but Fred says that he bets a little investigation around these caves will give them the answer. <gasps> yep. Yeah. So they find a set of tire tracks and Fred's like, I was right. And Shaggy says, great. Now they know the ghost can drive a truck. So they kind of follow the tracks and they find a pirate chest. And Shaggy says it must be stuffed with a truck because that's where the tracks end. But of course, like it's a small pirate chest. The truck would not fit in there. Also, there aren't any tracks on the ground as they're following them. But yeah, yeah, they open it and the pirate skull pops up laughing. And it's like, you know, kind of one of those like it looks like a snake in a can type thing with a skull on the end. And it laughs and it's like, what's the password, you swabs? Yeah, and it's kind of sounds like the Crypt Keeper a little bit. yeah. Yeah. And Shaggy's spooked, but Velma points out that it has a mini microphone and speaker inside. So I guess somebody's monitoring the skull in the chest. I don't know. And Daphne wonders what it means by password. So Fred tries 16 men on a pirate's chest. And Velma tries, yo, ho, ho, blow the man down, but nothing. And then Shaggy says, yum, 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 and a liverwurst a la mode which apparently was the password because then the skull retracts and the chest closes and the entire wall slides up to reveal a secret cave full of stolen cargo. I guess liverwurst a la mode is good. Maybe like when they were with the mummy, they had to go get those Uh sandwiches and they got like liverwurst a la mode sandwiches. Yes. And then maybe the guy was telling someone about it and they were like, that sounds good. Maybe like that's the rage now. Everyone just loves it. Yeah. They started a trend maybe. Yeah. 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 But we do see that the tire tracks continue into the cave. So the gang keep following the tracks. Mm -hmm. And Velma says, so this is where Redbeard keeps all his stolen cargo. But then Redbeard laughs from atop a loading dock and he's flanked by his henchmen. And they're near this truck that they were loading. And Redbeard says, this is where he'll keep his secret forever. And they all run back towards the entrance. But Redbeard orders his men to lower the iron door and go after them. And the iron door slams down at the entrance. <gasps> yeah, so I guess the back of the cave door that opened was the iron door and just was decorated to a cave, I guess. Because yeah. That's where they came in. So Yes. Yeah. Although, they're loading a truck. Where, where are they driving to? I, I don't know. I guess they're going to drive back out of the cave and then I don't know. Okay. Just, yeah. Maybe onto a bigger boat. I don't know. Maybe sub. it's not really an island. Maybe it like Ooh. actually connects to land. Ooh, they got like a point. tunnel or, or something that goes. Or there's yeah. a bridge or something. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So let me come back from the commercial. And the gang's continuing to run. And Fed is like, duck behind these crates. 
So apparently they do because then the henchmen run past and Shaggy and Scooby pop up from behind the crates afterwards. And like, whoo. But then that floating sword thing appears again and chases them and it's swinging at them as they run. And then they run into this big upright crate and slam what would, I guess, be the lid, but it's actually like the door because it's upright. It slams. And then the sword keeps like, like jabbing through the planks of the crate trying to skewer them inside. And they're like, oh, whoo. But then Scooby points and he's all, Ruby Rex. And Shaggy's like, they are Scooby Snacks. So apparently they're in a crate full of Scooby Snacks. So there's boxes and boxes of Scooby Snacks. So they grab Very some lucky. and they pour the entire boxes into their mouths. And then they leap up at the top of the roof of the crate. And they're like both all Ruby, Ruby, Roo. And they run away. So mm-hmm. like I said, Scooby-Doo snacks are kind of like spinach for Popeye. They're just like, yeah, bud. So, yeah. Sword doesn't give up, though, because it chases them. And Shaggy's like, if only I had a sword. And then he reaches into this crate that's labeled liverwurst and he grabs a nightstick and he turns and is like, unguard. And the floating sword just like slices through his weapon because it turns out that it's not a nightstick. It's actually liverwurst as it's sit on the crate. And so Scooby like licks his lips and he catches all the slices between two slices of bread and then he eats them and apparently it was delicious. <laughs> and then they run because the sword is not giving up on trying to slice them into lunch meat too. So mm-hmm. they've got to go. So they dive behind a barrel and the sword gets stuck in it. And they hold two mugs under this liquid that's pouring out of the barrel. And then they're like, oh, cheers, and drink it down. And they spit it out because it was oil. Gross. Mm, yeah, gross. So then the henchmen walk past some crates and they've got their cutlasses drawn. And after they pass, Fred, Daphne, and Velma pop up and they have bows with toilet plungers that are tied to this rope. And Fred tells them to make their shots count. And the henchmen are looking behind some other crates. And Velma's like, I sure hope this works on ghosts. And she and Daphne fire their plungers at the henchmen's butts. Mm-hmm. And they stick and the henchmen are like, what the heck? And then Fred, <laughs> which to be fair, I would do like, <laughs> that. And then Fred fires his plunger at the ceiling because it's tied to the other two. So then the henchmen fly up and they're now stuck dangling from the ceiling. That seems accurate. I think that's how physics works. Incredibly realistic. Yeah, I'm sure that's yeah, I true. Think that is totally how that In works. In fact, I think that's how, you know, you're taught to stop bad guys if they break into your house as a kid. Just shoot them with a bow with a toilet plunger and some rope. I mean, that's yeah. standard. Especially if standard it's a used plunger because they'll probably get like pink eye or something. So you shoot yeah. In face. Yeah. It hasn't been rinsed properly, which is nasty. And I don't know why I'm talking about that because it's disgusting. Anyway. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Redbird is standing in front of Shaggy and Scoob and he's like, I'll make pirate stew out of you. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. So he's laughing again because, like you said, he's mirthful. And then Shaggy pulls a gun and he tells Redbird to put him up. And then it's actually like an egg beater that's shaped like a gun. So, like, the end is like egg beaters. And Redbeard is like, an egg beater. And Shaggy's like, yeah, an egg beater. And he pulls the trigger and pushes it towards <laughs> Redbeard and then tickles his belly. And Redbeard laughs and laughs and laughs because he's being tickled. And then Shaggy and Scooby run. And somehow the egg beater just like stays there in space, like tickling Redbeard as he laughs and laughs and laughs. <laughs> so then they hop onto what Shaggy calls an automatic pogo stick and they start it up, but it's actually a jackhammer. So like, oh, it's a jackhammer. And then they jackhammer across the cave and up a wall and across the ceiling. And then Fred and Velma and Daphne see them and they're like, oh, no. And then I guess because they got saw. Right. So once they're seen, it doesn't work anymore. So then they fall from the ceiling. Ah! 
the jackhammer lands in the back of Redbeard's pants. And so he's all, because <laughs> ah, the jackhammer's going in his pants. And then uh-huh. Shaggy and Scooby fall on top of him. And they all jackhammer across the cave towards his henchmen, which apparently have freed themselves from the plunger arrows. And Velma's like, look out for the tires. And then there's this huge crashing sound off screen. And then when the dust clears, Shaggy's like, Scooby-Doo, we did it. Because we see that Redbeard and his henchmen are all trapped inside stacks of tires. While Scooby and Shaggy, like Scooby is in a stack of tires, but he's not trapped. And then Shaggy's kind of just laying across a bunch of tires. So, (laughs) yay. Yay. And then we see that the Coast Guard ship has pulled up alongside Redbeard's ghost ship. And on the deck of Redbeard's ship, Redbeard and his henchmen are still trapped in the tires. And a Coast Guard officer tells the gang that uncovering these phony ghosts and their ghost ship was a job well done. And Velma smiles and thanks him and says it's time to find out who Redbeard really is. So she tugs at his face and hat. And for a second, it looks like that might actually be his face. Yeah. But then they both come off and it reveals C.L. Magnus himself. (gasps) And Shaggy's like, oh, I thought the butler always did it. And the Coast Guard cop is like, well, who are the other two? And Daphne's like, hired henchmen, I guess. Yeah. So Fred says Mr. Magnus was about to lose his shipping business unless he came up with a lot of money. And Daphne says, what easier way than to hijack your own ships and sell the cargo? And then Magnus and the henchmen all put their heads down in shame because yep. they've been caught. Yeah, they look remorseful. They should probably get like a lowered sentence just for that look alone, I think. <laughs> and Fred says they have the ghost thing down, even using a sword on wires. Oh. Yeah, so that's how they did that. But then the Coast Guard guy is like, how did they make it so foggy? And Shaggy's like, simple, dry ice. And Velma's like, yeah, they just had to dump it overboard. And then everyone knows when dry ice mixes with water, it creates a thick fog. And so then she has Scooby demonstrate because apparently the Coast Guard guy needs to be taught about dry ice. Yeah. Oh, she's <laughs> like, everyone knows when dry ice hits water, it makes fog. Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> but then let's demonstrate it because we need to show you how it yeah. works. Yeah. Well, you know, show, don't tell. But she does it both ways. And, you know, depending on his learning preference, this way he can hear it and then he can also see it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, so Scooby drops some dry ice in a wash tub full of water, and then heavy fog fills the entire screen, and we can't see anything. But then we see a knife sawn through the fog, and it makes a small circle, and then it makes a bigger circle around it, and then Scooby pops out the middle, and then pops out the giant fog donut, and he grabs it, and he takes a bite, and it's all, ruby, ruby, roo, and then everyone laughs, and then Scooby just keeps on chomping away at that <laughs> fog donut, and then it's the end, and we get the end credit sequence, and it's over. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that that tastes good, but... Maybe know. they have, like, some flavored water or something. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Also, I don't know you're supposed to dry ice with your hands. Scooby just grabs it with his paws. No, you're supposed to use gloves. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe he's got, like, hair, really hairy paws as though it kind of protected him a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. So, probably not. But... Yeah, that would make sense. Yep, so much for Redbeard the pirate. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it was just C.L. Magnus pirating yeah. his own ships. I did not go back to look. I was wondering because I was I was really like, I mean, it's cartoons, right? But like just the choice of like the red and the pink, I was like, right? especially like the pink trim on the edge of the black hat was kind of like, I was like, that's cool. You're like, hmm. I forgot like CL Magnus has like a smoking jacket. And I don't in my head, I'm thinking, oh, is that red and pink too? But I don't remember. I think it was red and maybe oh. a black lapel or something. I forget. 
Yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah, I guess I could go back and look. So, through the magic of editing, let's see if I can get this X-Files <laughs> off my screen. Oh, no, it's not. It's like a brownie tan color. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, man, they could have, like, totally telegraphed <laughs> that. Which I guess I guess that would maybe would have been too much of a clue if he was wearing the same colors as Redbeard to begin with. So. Yeah, I mean... I definitely thought it was going to be the butler. So I think that was what they were trying to set up. And then, oh, no, it's actually the guy himself. Yeah, because the butler's kind of got that thing where, like, one eye is bigger than the other two action going on a little bit, like, mm-hmm. like Redbeard does. Well, and he's, like, um, listening into their conversation. And it makes kind of a suspicious face. And so you're yeah. like, oh, Maybe he, he knows about the whole thing. He might. He yeah. might. Or... Yeah, he might be suspicious of his boss. Maybe he thinks maybe. something's up with that. Yeah, maybe. A little like, too convenient that it's like, only his hmm, ghost that seemed to get attacked. through lately because yeah. <laughs> boss is having okay. some trouble. And, uh, and paychecks yeah. keep bouncing. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Go away, ghost ship. And it did because it wasn't a real ghost ship. But don't you Patreon supporters go away because we appreciate your support. Yay. I'm the king Yay. of segues, I have to tell you. <laughs> All right. That was a good one. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. I Want to Rewatch is hosted by Tori and Nick and recorded at Black Cat Studios. Hashtag Religious really Bedroom Closet. Episode production design and editing is by Lazy and Productions. Our music is Dark Science by David Hillowitz, and The Truth is What We Make of It by The Agrarian. Our premium feed is where you can find all of our X-Files adjacent bonus episodes covering television and films that are, you guessed it, X-Files adjacent. If you like these bonus episodes, tell a friend about our Patreon page. We'd love to have them join us. Speaking of which, be sure to join us next time as we rewatch episode 16 of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? A Night of Fright is No Delight. And try to figure out if the truth truth is still still out there. paper report that a local shipping company is going out of business because the ghosts
Oh God, I can read. I was, I was yeah, gonna like is, say ghost this is, ship. This is all one sentence. I, I know. I was gonna I was gonna go ghost ship, and then I'm like, that's not what it says. Damn it. All right, it caught me off guard. Just read what it says, Tori. <laughs> ah! 